If Alpha, why not Bravo? We begin our podcast right there. Welcome, all you wonderful dental podcast listeners, to the My Practice, My Business Dental Podcast Show, where we help dentists profit and thrive with excerpts from the clinical business of dentistry training here at My Practice, My Business. We'll be addressing and answering questions with current trends dentists and their teams face each and every day in their pursuit of this wonderful career we call dentistry. And now, the host of our show, the clinical director at My Practice, My Business, Dr. Rob Thorup. For about the last two months, Tracy and I have been uh, just burning the candle at both ends and in the middle, it seems like, and <clears throat> I apologize for my, my voice. Uh, we've trained about eight, <laughs> I think eight to nine offices in the last two months, which requires a lot of uh, talking, presenting, and then uh, we were down at DS World down in Las Vegas uh, last, uh, last weekend, and we, I did a presentation uh, at uh, one of the restaurants there in the room we were in. It was still really noisy around us, so I had to had to speak up quite, uh, talk loudly, and and uh, had a lot of fun with the docs that were there. It was just the docs and their some of their spouses, and and uh, it it was uh, it was fun to just you know rub shoulders with these uh, with these great people that that go to DS World and. All these docs were there from uh, uh, from the state of Utah, and uh, it was just a great experience. And I I sit there and I was thinking to myself, uh, with you know, with some of the presentations that I've given in the past, I I've, I've been just you know, and thinking about uh, you know, working hard to to pass a law here in Utah. To prevent bundling, or you know, I mean, not really prevent bundling. I should say that the insurance companies can still bundle, but they can't force us to write things off. And I'm, I, and I'm looking at. We got a doc here in Utah that's uh, really working hard to try and bring some attention to the to the docs and dealing with insurance companies. And and he's he's uh, He's got some great uh, intentions, and and uh, God bless him with what he's trying to do. And I'm just looking at this constant battle that we're in. But I started thinking to myself, uh, why are we, why are we our our own worst enemies? I guess that's what I should say. And I'll ha- have to tell you this morning. It, it's uh, uh, it, it's. It's an early Saturday morning. I woke up at 5 a.m. I thought I was going to be able to sleep in. I thought, oh, I'm going to really sleep in and rest this morning. And But, man, I, you ever just have those mornings? Well, I do. Like all the time, I just wake up, bing, jump out of bed, drives, drives Tracy crazy because I'll wake up on, the, on a split-second moment and just, just fire right out of bed. It's like, let's go, things to do. And I did that this morning, Saturday morning. I'm like, ah, working so hard. And I'm thinking I want to just have a break, but I, I couldn't. My mind turned on. So here I am down in my little control room here where I do my podcasts. And and uh, and I, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. Again, <laughs> I should say it hit me like a ton of bricks. If not A, why not B? And what am I talking about? 
I, I, I came up with that title. I, I was like, God, comparing anesthetic to buildups. And I wish all of you could have been there. I wish you could have been there when we were battling the insurance companies and especially Blue Cross Blue Shield on, on bundling. And I know that sometimes this makes a lot of you uncomfortable when I talk about this. Um, when I see team members come through training, it certainly doesn't, it makes them uncomfortable on day one and on day two, they're scratching their heads. And on day three, they're going, why aren't we charging for the things that we do? And you see what happens with insurance companies is they love to see us write stuff off. They love to see us. Well, we'll just include that because believe me, they know what we do. And when they see us just include things, they use that as opportunities to eliminate them from the fee schedules, eliminate them from even eliminating them from the CDT code book because they like to eliminate those things so that we never can charge for them again. And you've heard me talk about, you know, an OSHA code back in the, in the early 1990s that gets eliminated. Asinetch and bonding uh, gets eliminated. Uh, they're trying to eliminate buildups, you know, bundle those. Anytime they can eliminate stuff, then they, then they work on the codes. How about anesthetic in the year 2000? And now buildups in, 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 a, in I don't even want to say 2021 because they've been trying to get rid of it for a while, trying to cause us to do it for free. Well, my friends, <clears throat> I took and I, I, <laughs> I got a team member in my office, and she loves doing, uh, doing analytics. And it, it's fun to watch her you know, watch smoke start billowing out of her brain when I give her an assignment to do something on analytics. And, and she's like, she's great at it. She loves to, to engage in this stuff. And I said, I said, Hey, why don't you run me a, a a cost analysis? I I want you to run me a cost analysis, Jenna, for doing anesthetic versus doing a buildup. And you see, when you guys think of a cost analysis, when I tell you that to begin with, you're thinking, well, what's our cost of goods? You know, oh, gosh, just like the last podcast, you know, we're trying to, trying to get our law into other states and, and the representative up in Washington. Well, Rob, we, we've always, it, it's been, it, you know, it, we've always written off anesthetic. In fact, that's like, that's what we do. We, we, we've done that for years and, and it's kind of like, it, you know, what, tradition, <laughs> uh, status quo, this is what we do, who caused us to do that? Who did that? And so I'm, I, I'm thinking to myself, okay, this does it. I've had a cup full. Let's run some comparisons. And when we run analysis, people, we're not running an analysis of just those costs of goods. No, you have to run an analysis on the direct operating cost to deliver a procedure a, a product, whatever it might be. So I want you to think in your heads, just open up your minds and think in your heads for a minute. How long does it take to deliver anesthetic? And if you're like me, it, it's like, you know, how slow can you go? You know, I mean, you got to give it slowly, right? So by the time you put up, you, you put on, uh, 
uh, topical. I mean, the patient sits down, you go into the chair, you're placing topical, then you're starting your anesthetic, you use one carp, maybe use two carps, maybe use three carps, depending on on how, excuse me, 1.8, you know, cc's. Okay, let's just call them carpials, all right? That's what we grew up with. Um, you know, we'll do two or three carpials of anesthetic, and it's like, that takes time. So I said, I said, uh, Jenna, just run it on one carpial. Just run it on one carp, okay? So she gets a, she goes into the supply, uh, she goes in the cost of goods, and we look at the needle, the topical, the sterilization pouch. Oh, whoops. We forgot. We got to clean the thing. See, a lot of times when people are looking at what it costs to do stuff, they forget about the setup time, the takedown time, the cleaning time, right? Sterilization time. No businesses do that. They don't, the, businesses don't miss that kind of stuff when they're looking at what their direct operating costs are to do something. And you guys have heard me talk about DOC per hour. We don't look at direct operating costs per hour in dentistry. Well, we do at my practice, my business. Because that's how you should set up your, that's how you should set your fees. Not looking at a, a DPAT from Henry Shine, a fee survey from, from Patterson, or the National Fee Survey from the American Dental Association. Those are good, good places to start. But the actual, because that's a blind leading the blind, they're getting everybody else's statistics. But what we should look at is what it costs us to do that procedure in the amount of time that we do it. Now uh, now that we've got that out of the way, we look at the cotton tip applicator. We look at the cotton two-by-two. Two, we look at the lidocaine itself and the time it takes to deliver. And what's interesting is I had her, I had her do it like, you know, how long does it take? Five minutes, roughly five minutes, okay? So she came up with, she, she ran this analysis, and this analysis is very accurate, <laughs> I have to say. I'm, lo- I'm looking on my screen right now. I, I won't even get into the, you know, the, the needles, 12 cents, the topical, you know, 14 cents, the sterilization pouch, 6 cents, cotton tip applicator, one cent. You know, you guys are sitting there thinking, my, thinking, oh, Rob, come on. You're crazy looking at that kind of stuff. Can't we just give it away? Well, that's your problem. You've been giving it away. And, and so you also have to look at the time of delivery because docs, you get paid by time. Your time is valuable. I know that we're a great industry. We want to give away things and all that we do, but my gosh, let's just look at this with common sense for a minute. Can we, can we look at this like a business would look at it? Like, like an MBA grad running MetLife and running uh, Delta Dental and running Blue Cross Blue Shield. Can we look at this? Because How about we look at it like MBAs look at it who run IHC Hospital or, or Kaiser Permanente or all these other uh, medical facilities because they're not run by people with uh, medical degrees. They're not run by people with, uh, you know, d- big dental uh, uh, DSOs, oh no, they these these DSOs they they got MBAs running in their places. Okay, sure the the face of the company might be a dentist, but oh no, they, they there's MBAs running these these companies. Okay, so we have to think like that in solo practice in private practice. We have to think like they do if we want to be successful and succeed and be competitive. So. I'm looking at this, and I'm going, oh, my gosh, Jenny did a great job. 
This is actually, to deliver anesthetic is $37.43. Isn't that amazing? Okay. And then, and then uh, that's just based on your direct operating costs of $435 an hour, which is, that's our DOC in our practice. But if I want a 30% corporate profit margin, I don't know, like Delta Dental was, like they want, like, uh, I don't know, like Cabela's wants, like, like Big O Tires want, like, like they, other corporations want. They, they all want this, uh, this thing called profit, profitability. And at 30%, that, 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 oh my gosh, you guys, that barely, barely creeps us out of, of wholesale to retail because you're also including all your wages already in, into the factor of the DOC per hour. So if you took your wages out and you were at a 30% corporate profit margin, that would actually make you wholesale. So we want, we want to be retail to, to an, ideally, we are retail. We're a service industry. <clears throat> we're a service industry and we're retail. So I, I said, okay, what is it if we want a 30% corporate profit margin? So we jumped from $37.43 up to $48.33 <clears throat> to deliver one carpial anesthetic. Are you, are, are you guys, uh, I hope you're understanding that the delivery of anesthetic to your practice is not free. It's not a loss leader like so many people think it should be. Or it is a loss leader. It's a loss leader because you're not charging for it. And we all know this is the this is the eye opener. This is the shocker that medical charges for anesthetic. In fact, we just uh, went over a bill that uh, one one of our friends <laughs> one of our friends got from IHC, and it's funny because she was charged for local anesthetic multiple times for the procedure. I, I just started laughing, and they paid for it. And what about the vet? Veterinary charges for anesthetic. What about chiropractics? Chiropractics charges for anesthetic. But we dentists have been brainwashed out the wazoo and told to give it away for free. And it all started back in the year 2000. So here we are in 2021. It's a long game with the insurance companies, a long game. Because now since 20, since year 2000 and 21 years later, do you not think that this long game is, is what they do? If they start and plant the seed and, and back in 21 years ago, they know that, gosh, give it another 10 years and they'll probably be able to try and eliminate it from the uh, CDT codebook again. That's how they work. It's a long game for these big companies because they, they're like, we're going to be evergreen. You know, as soon as a generation passes by and they all die off, it doesn't matter because this company will still continue to go. It'll still be here. And we still have to work on corporate profitability in all the big insurance companies. Well, let's, let's take and say, uh, say that we add uh, onset solution from on pharma to the, uh, to the mix, right? And the, uh, the actual direct operating costs to uh, add that on pharma, that, uh, just the cost of goods with on pharma is just barely over four bucks a compule. And I love I, I loved placing that buffering compound into, uh, into the anesthetic because, into the first carpeal because it, it makes that injection much more pleasant for the patient. 
That's an increase in cost of goods. And so at, at, at just break even direct operating costs, it's 4146. And if I want to make a 30% corporate profit margin, it's 5236. And yet I literally, literally had uh, one, I'll just say one of the suppliers uh, <laughs> of this. Why don't we just why don't we just give it? You should just give it away to the patient because it's good for them. It's like, yeah, why don't you give me the on pharma for free then? See how brainwashed we are? If we can even if we're having that kind of discussion with each other, with the with the suppliers of on pharma, it, it's like we got a problem, people. We we've got a really big problem in dentistry when we continue to give services away. So I'm going to go back to what what is just a break-even analysis of anesthetic to deliver it in your practice, being at 37.43 an hour, just a break-even. Now I'm going to flip over to build-ups. And I'm going to ask you this question. Why do you guys out there, why do my colleagues out there freak out when the insurance companies want to bundle buildups with crowns, but you're not freaking out over anesthetic, let's go there. So I had Jenna run it on, on a buildup. The amount of time it takes us to do a buildup and the uh, materials that we use and just at a break-even DOC per hour, it's $53.81. 5381 So we're jumping... And, and then if I want to make a corporate profit of 30%, it's $64.71. And, and then if uh, it's, it's like whether I'm using composite or Eliax or any of the buildup, you know, materials that we have, they all seem to jump right in the same boat of uh, $53 to $64. $53 to break even. $64 with corporate profitability. So we're going from $37 for... For anesthetic to break even to $48 with corporate profitability, right? I just want you guys to grab that picture because, uh, you know, it's roughly $16 difference. It's only $16, docs. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. $16 difference. But if you add on pharma... Then it's like, uh-oh, now it's a $12 difference? But you can still give it away. Why not? You see, this is the insanity that, that I have seen in dentistry for 30 years. This is, this is what drives me insane. So all of you, <coughs> I'm getting all choked up. All of you out there, you'll, you will sit there and just go hog nut wild on, on the fact that the insurance companies are, are trying to get you to bundle buildups and you're, you're saying, this is ridiculous. How can they do that? I can't believe it. But then when I say to you, are you charging for anesthetic? Oh, no, no, we, we're not doing that. We can't do that. And when I suggest it, you're like, oh, my gosh, no, we, could po- we couldn't possibly charge for anesthetic. So I'm going to ask the question. If not A, why not B? You see, this is where we're at. 
if you if you're going to freak out over charging for anesthetic but you're going to you have no problem charging for a buildup but then when the insurance companies push back now and want to try and bundle buildups because they look at stuff called frequency and that's how they're able to increase their corporate profit margins when you sit there and push back on a buildup where the crap were you pushing back on anesthetic in 2000 wait a minute 21 years have elapsed which means all the older practitioners who were pushing back in the late 1990s and, and the year 2000, they're starting to retire. And so all you younger men and women out there that are now DDSs and DMDs, you know what? You, you, you've, been, you've been brainwashed all these years to give away anesthetic, and you don't know any different. And I hope I'm that voice of reason out there to cause you to, to wake up and start pushing back and start telling the insurance companies, yes, I will charge for anesthetic. And there are ways to charge for anesthetic. There are ways to actually, the workarounds around the, the CDT code book at the beginning of each category says local anesthesia is usually included. Usually is the term the ADA put in there to appease us, the hardcore paying members of the association and to still appease the insurance companies who are in their back pockets. Okay? It's just simple. It's just factual, unemotional. I can't get emotional this, this morning. My, my voice is uh, about had it. Uh, thank goodness for uh, Starbucks medicine balls. <laughs> Those are very helpful when you've, you, when you've been speaking a lot and your vocal cords have had it. I think I've been living on that for about a week and a half. So I, I just want to bring this awareness, not of the medicine ball from Starbucks, but this awareness of, of think about what it is that you have heartburn over in one area, but you're completely blinded in the other. And just like that, that representative up in Washington that said, and, and, I, and, and we're on the Zoom meeting, and I'm watching the, the... It's not that the Washington State Dental Association is not trying, and it's not that all of our associations aren't trying. But when we have representatives who are dentists in legislation, and they're in agreement with the bundling of procedures, which the American Dental Association has claimed is potentially fraudulent, and, and one statement they made, it they just came right out, but I, they took it off their website. They came right out and said, it's fraudulent. That's right. When they cause us to bundle procedures, we have a problem in the field of dentistry. If, if there's a CDT code and a description and a fee, we ought to be able to charge for that which we do and be paid fairly for the services we provide. I hope that this has been helpful, and I hope that all of you start looking at your business under direct operating cost per hour, not some fly-by-night idea of, of business thought that has no basis of any kind of actual business fundamentals. I hope you're looking at things a little differently when they try to get you to do things for free and I want all of you to know that, yes, you can win the battle. You can win the battle. You can push back and win it 
when you have that conversation with the insurance companies and you're not afraid to actually call them and have it and just flat out say, hey, look, there's a cost of goods associated with this. I need to charge for it. Or just come through our training. We'll shortcut you on it, teach you how to be profitable in a real big hurry. Because quite honestly, my friends, it's getting harder and harder in dentistry to be profitable. And it's getting harder and harder to provide quality dental care on PPO plans if you don't know their own rules and regulations and your own state laws on how to be profitable. And you can be profitable on PPO plans. You can be profitable and deliver high-quality dentistry when you know how. And that's what we specialize in here at My Practice, My Business. I hope all of you have a fantastic day. Thanks for being here with me. Thank you for being with us today. To learn more about our guaranteed, no-risk clinical business of dentistry training that is changing dental practices for the better, just go to our website, mypracticemybusiness.com, and surf our pages for additional information about our company. When you're ready, give us a call and get scheduled for the best training you'll ever experience. Those are the words of our clients, not us. Our mission statement is simple. We increase the net revenue of dental practices with our key methods, tools, and training utilizing everyday need-based dentistry. We believe that there's never been a more important time than now for dentists to know what we know, and that is, one, how to compete with Retail America, two, how to be profitable with dental procedures, especially those performed on patients with dental insurance plans, three, how to place oral health care at the forefront of patients' discretionary spending, and four, how to ethically, legally, and morally be paid fairly for the services you provide. All of us here at My Practice My Business know exactly how to help you implement each of those talking points and more with our key methods, knowledge, and training. Our clients' testimonies say it all. If you enjoy our podcast, please leave us a five-star review. Thank you for listening, and we hope to see you soon at the My Practice My Business training facility located in the Salt Lake City, Utah area. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to call us. Thank you again and have a fantastic day.